Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. I got sent the most incredible story today. The level of hypocrisy that the woman shows in this story is just amazing. It was sent to me by one of my Patreon subscribers, and he thinks that it does a good job of sort of describing the current state of the culture with dating and feminism and all that kind of stuff. It's awesome. Let's check it out. I was riding a ferry here in Washington state and had some time to kill. Decided to get in some reps approaching girls, playfully chatting and asking for phone numbers if things were vibing. I saw a girl sitting by herself, dressed quite sexy, looking like she could be 25 or so. I sat down on the same bench as her with probably a five foot gap between us. She was on her laptop, so I opened her with a question about the quality of the Wi-Fi on the ferry. The way she responded gave me the impression that she might be open to chatting. We got to talking, and it turned out she is an undergrad within the same department at UW that I just graduated from. I shared some things about my masters and my drumming in the talent show at UW, intended to convey some status to her and maybe raise her interest in me. It seemed to work and we kept talking. The dialogue was two-sided. In other words, we were both asking each other questions. At one point, I left a long pause in the conversation, an opportunity when either of us could have ended the conversation if we wanted to, like, well, I better get going, or whatever. After about five minutes, the ferry was coming into dock. I suggested we exchange contact info and maybe meet up for a drink in the university district sometime. She agreed, throwing in the line, you're not an axe murderer, are you? As she typed her first name and last name into my phone. Okay, let's just stop for a second. I'm going to talk later about the axe murderer comment. But from your perspective, things are going pretty well, right? Like from his description, things seem like they're progressing towards a romantic potential. She seems interested. She seems friendly. Because that's the impression I'm getting. Later that day, I decided to see if I could learn anything useful about her from her social media before contacting her to ask her out, to inform my decision on whether it would be worthwhile pursuing a date with her. Her name was very unique, so I figured if she used that name on social media, she'd be easy to find. I was right. I found her Twitter, in brackets, discovered she tweets a ton. That's automatically a red flag, I think. People use Twitter a lot. And came across a very recent tweet that said, this white man's on the ferry that swooped in hella intense to ask for my number while I was doing homework and kept trying to talk to me was the true embodiment of entitlement. Oh yeah, that's right. But it gets even worse. Whoa, huh? This was unsettling to read. Had I been missing signs that she was seriously bothered by my presence with her? I don't think so. Why did she give me her real phone number and her full name if she viewed me as a hella intense white man who embodies entitlement? I can handle the bizarre reaction on her part and laugh it off and be fine never contacting her. It's confusing and concerning, though, to experience something like that. Imagine if I had not seen her tweet and assumed that she was normal and of sound mind, and I pursued a date with her. That girl could have ended up being serious trouble for me. I pity that guy who didn't get that preview of her disturbedness in time to avoid wasting any energy on her. To top it off... Several days later, she texts me out of the blue with a question about whether or not I'd taken a class with a certain professor at UW. I think it's safe to conclude that her text to me meant that she was interested in seeing me for a date, or perhaps more likely, she had no interest in a date with me, but was looking to instigate an exchange in which I would ask her out. Now, of course, knowing what I know about sick-in-the-head people, which I have had to learn the hard way, my course of action was a no-brainer. Despite her being young and decently sexy girl, I would not be responding to her text. Okay, there's a bunch of things that I want to talk about here. I want to talk about the shit test that she gave him. I want to talk about her psychology in leaving that tweet and then messaging him again. I want to talk about how he handled it and what this scenario reveals about the sort of current state of dating in our culture. Okay, let's start with the axe murderer comment. 
you've probably heard some variation of this. Like, you're not a creep. You're not a weirdo, right? Uh, you're not some axe murderer while a girl's giving you her number. Let's just state the obvious to begin with. That is rude. That is a rude thing to say. But you have to understand that is the point. The point of a shit test is to be rude, to be provocative or condescending in some way, because she's trying to test whether or not it's going to throw you off, whether or not that's going to rattle you. So if you make a comment about how rude it is, like you show that your feelings are hurt, like, oh, that's not a very nice thing to say. It's going to demonstrate that she has the power to bother you. Then clearly you're just some beta male. You're not a strong man, confident of standing inside your own frame. And that's what she's testing for. So don't tell her off. Don't say, what a rude comment or anything. Even if it would feel really satisfying to tell a girl off when she's being rude, if you're still interested in maintaining any kind of attraction, don't go down that route. You'd also be buying into her frame if you were to reassure her. Something like, oh no, 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 I'm not a weirdo, I'm not a creep. You know, oh, I would never be an ax murderer. Anything like that is gonna kill attraction because you're reacting to her, you're buying into her frame. And what she's testing for is to see if you can be a strong enough man to not buy into her frame. Now, if you're really smart and intelligent and you can come up with something clever on the spot to say something like, oh, wow, do you only assume that ax murderers would be interested in you? Where's your self-esteem? You know, something like that, that would be good. But for the most part, a lot of men find it difficult to come up with a response that's topical and relevant to what she said right there on the spot. So it's good to have something in the back of your mind ready to go anytime a woman gives you a shit test. A simple thing that you can say in this situation that you can just have loaded up and ready to go anytime you encounter a shit test is just to look at her strangely and say, you're weird. You know, it's not overly judgmental. You're not telling her off, uh, but it shows that you're not buying into her frame. Like that question, that was weird. Like what's going on here? And you put the, uh, the focus back on her. You take it away from yourself. So you stay in your own frame of, I know what's a normal question to ask. And that is a weird thing that you just said. Okay. Now let's talk about this Twitter post to start with. I don't think that it's necessarily evidence that she wasn't interested in you right there in the moment. She may have felt attraction. You know, I would trust your own judgment. If the vibe seemed good, right then and there, then the vibe probably was good. However, she probably thinks that she can have her cake and eat it too. You know, she did text you later. I think that she does want to pursue something, but what she also wants is the victimhood story. She wants to be able to milk this situation, even if it's just one that she's invented inside her own mind of this entitled man who's forcing her to talk to him. She wants to be able to post that on Twitter and get a whole bunch of sympathy. She wants to have it all. Now, even if we're being generous and saying that she wasn't necessarily being fake and deceptive in the initial interaction when she was actually uncomfortable, there's more than enough evidence just from her fact that she's made this Twitter post to say that that's a red flag and this should disqualify this woman from being a potential romantic partner. Someone who buys into this kind of feminism that men are being inappropriate just by speaking to women, just by being friendly, just for asking for their numbers, are not the kind of women that you want to have anything to do with. And also someone who's so desperate for validation that they want to invent stories just so they can be the victim. That's not somebody with a healthy psychology. That's not somebody with an intact developed sense of self-worth. That's a red flag. You want to avoid women like that. Now, the fact that she calls him entitled is so astounding. Like the level of hypocrisy is just incredible. She claims that he's entitled because he approached her and spoke to her. What about her? What about the fact that she sits with him, making friendly conversation, giving positive signals, gives him her phone number, and yet she also feels entitled to make herself a victim out of the situation? She's not a victim of anything. 
women are capable of taking responsibility for their actions. If you don't like somebody talking to you, don't talk back to them. If you're not interested in having a relationship or meeting up for a date, don't give out your phone number. If you do give out your phone number and you change your mind later because you perceived him to be entitled and forcing him to speak to you, then don't text him asking questions about professors at the university. That's sending mixed signals. Take responsibility for your actions. I also find it extremely worrying that there's this emerging narrative that it's inappropriate for people to be starting conversations in public, as if there's something wrong about a man finding a girl attractive and going up and speaking to her, communicating romantic interests. You are absolutely entitled to do that. It's fine to be friendly to strangers. It's fine to ask girls out. You are entitled to that. You're not allowed to be rude about it. You're not allowed to force yourself upon them. But what's wrong with just opening up that dialogue and having this conversation? Now, whether or not it's practically a good use of your time to go around doing cold approaches and talking to strangers, that is quite a different issue. But at least morally speaking, you're entitled to do so. Now, I understand that reading this on Twitter and feeling like you've been framed in this way is an extremely unsettling experience. And it's probably going to cause a lot of people like doubt if they found themselves in that situation. You're going to be thinking back, wondering, were there signs that I didn't pick up on? Were, you know, was I getting mixed signals? Did I do something inappropriate? I really, really want to stress that you did absolutely nothing wrong. You handled yourself in this situation fine. The fact that somebody's upset does not make it your fault. They need to take responsibility for their own emotions. In this situation, I mean, I don't even believe that she's genuinely upset. There doesn't seem to be any evidence of that. But even if she was, she's being triggered from some past event. It has nothing to do with you. What's really aggravating about these situations is there doesn't seem to be any kind of consistency. And that's something that you can say about feminism on the whole. What is really expected of men in this day and age? Are we meant to treat women the same as men? Like, is that the ultimate goal here, that total kind of equality? Or are we meant to treat them as a protected class, you know, protected species and make deferments and, you know, give them special treatment? Is that the appropriate thing to do? Now, the guy who sent me this story, he's one of my Patreon subscribers. We, uh, we email back and forth quite a bit and he handled this exactly the way as I expected him to do, as any intelligent, rational person would do, is to just not respond. Do not talk to her anymore. I know that it would be tempting potentially to try and point out her hypocrisy or to give some kind of, you know, cutting remark to have the, the last word before you walk away because she has acted really terribly in this situation. I think you'd be human if you wanted to point that out, but you definitely need to rise above that ego need and just walk away because anything that you say can potentially be used against you. Uh, when you're dealing with irrational people, there's really no winning. I think one of the other things that this story really demonstrates is how little empathy women in the modern culture seem to be able to have for the difficulties associated with being a man when it comes to dating. She calls him entitled for approaching her and having a conversation with her. Entitled? Does she not realize how difficult that is? I mean, some guys practice and practice and they get good at it so that eventually approach anxiety is negligible. But for 99% of guys, having the courage to talk to a woman, to just approach a stranger and start that conversation is extremely difficult. Most men don't feel entitled to do that. They feel terrified of doing that. I think that one of the reasons why a lot of women believe that men are entitled is because for a lot of women, they really only have eyes for the top tier of males, you know, the high status guys, the alpha guys. And so they assume that the way that they're interacting with those, that very small minority of men, you know, the top status guys, that's equally applicable to the entire male population. 
And so, sure, they're interacting with a bunch of alpha male bad boy jerk kind of guys who are treating them terribly and are acting all entitled. But the fact that they assume that all men are like that is not evidence that all men are like that. It's just evidence of the fact that the vast majority of men are completely invisible to them. When I look at the current state of dating in our culture, I don't think that male entitlement is the problem. I think that the lack of entitlement is the problem. Men need to be bolder. They need to have more confidence. They need to start more conversations. Increasingly though, a lot of men are being completely dissuaded from ever trying because if you do start a conversation and try and be friendly with a stranger, you're likely to end up on Twitter with some person insulting you and calling you entitled. We're not going to get nice guys becoming confident and approaching girls and changing this perception of male entitlement when you've got women like this who take somebody approaching them and then shaming them either at the time with a really harsh rejection or later on through social media like Twitter. Women like this are actively undermining any potential that nice guys have for entering into the dating market because they look at the situation quite rationally and say, well, there's a lot of danger in approaching girls. I'm not going to do that. Where have all the nice guys gone? Geez, I wonder. I want to thank the person who sent me this email. I really appreciate your support on Patreon. And I'm really sorry that this happened to you. I think you handled it really, really well. Stay away from this woman. Make sure to hit that thumbs up button and leave a comment below if you've ever encountered a situation like this or what you thought about the situation. If you like this kind of video, you want to see more, make sure you subscribe to the channel so that you're updated when new stuff comes out. If you have experiences that you want to share with me, potentially give me a topic to speak about in a video, make sure to become one of my Patreon subscribers. We have a great little community over there and it'd be awesome to get your support. I want to thank you so much for watching and I'll catch you again next time.